Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I'm talking about what mindfulness really is. In episode 760, we talked about mindfulness or mindful versus mindful, your mind being full. And, you know, we talked about how to bring yourself back into the present moment. And maybe, you know, we can review some of those. The first thing, of course, that I want you to remember is the big one is just your breath can be hard to think, oh no, where were we supposed to concentrate or where were we supposed to put our attention? Just put your attention on your breath. Can you feel it at the tip of your nose? Or do you feel it when your belly rises or your chest rises if you're a chest breather, which I don't want you to be, but just notice it. You're noticing the air coming in. You notice air going out. We all do it all day. It's right there. You get in a tizzy about something, just bring yourself back to your breath. That's practicing mindfulness, and it's really good for you. You know, some of the other ways were things like being able to notice the water when you're in the bath or when you're washing your dishes or any of the things that you are doing to actually be there with them. When you are eating, taste your foods. Other ways are things such as you can question your assumptions. You can challenge the way that you're looking at people in situations and say, was that out of reaction and habit, or is this who I am? Be mindful. And other things are such as exercise, right? Be with the exercise. Feel your body moving through the air across the earth. It's a beautiful thing to pay some attention to, to be with. And take some time each day to reflect on your day. Be mindful of your day. How was it? How do I feel right now about my day? And celebrate. Again, be grateful for and keep that gratitude journal going, but at least celebrate one thing that you did on purpose during the day. You can put that in your gratitude journal. There's a whole bunch more. You can tell me what you do to bring yourself back to the present moment. I would love to hear that. And you can send that to me at anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com. Love hearing from you guys. So today is more about what mindfulness really is. Because again, it's easy with semantics to get lost, but we're going to talk about some of the things that mindfulness really, really is. And mindfulness actually can cut your pain, physical pain, in half. And this was according to a 20. 11 study that was published in the Journal of Neuroscience. Just four days of mindfulness meditation cut pain perception in half from its participants compared to those who did not practice. Wow, that's incredible. Who wouldn't want to cut their pain in half? And we can do that by being mindful, by practicing. Just like with meditation, we don't just do this when we need it. Like you don't meditate when you're having a panic attack. That doesn't work. That's not what meditation is for. Same with mindfulness. You don't wait until you're in pain and then say, oh, wait a minute. Now I can cut it in half. No, 
we practice mindfulness first. And then eventually, and they're saying in just four days of mindfulness meditation practice, cut the pain perception in half. So we meditate to be keeping, it's like taking vitamins. And the mindfulness is happening in the meditation. But you can be mindful all day long. So you can practice mindfulness throughout your whole day. And why not? Maybe some of you need to cut your pain in half. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 face moisturizer and OS1 eye cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The next one I have here is that only 10% of our stress is due to what happens, whereas 90% of our stress is due to how we think about what happens. So we are adding to the stress of life with our thoughts. And if you can be mindful of that, if you can be mindful of the fact that what you are thinking is playing a part in how stressful you are feeling, you can make a big difference. So remember, 10% of the stress is due to what is actually happening, and 90% is due to how we think about what is happening. The third one I have here for you is I want you to remember and not be hard on yourself that your mind wandering going into the future or going into the past is normal. We all do this means you're human. It's okay. Put a smile on your face when you notice your mind wandering. You're welcome and you're a part of the human race. Many people get discouraged when their mind wanders off repeatedly, especially when they're trying to do mindfulness meditation. But this is what all of our minds do. And this is why mindfulness is helpful, because mindfulness is a return to the present. So every time you notice that your mind is wandering, you are doing mindfulness practice. When you notice that you are off thinking about the future and you bring it back to your breath, you are doing it. You are no longer lost in thought. 
you noticed that you were, and you brought your attention back to the present moment. Every time you notice that your mind has wandered and you bring it back to the present moment, you are practicing and cultivating your mindfulness. And that is something you should smile about. The fourth one is that mindfulness is not obscure or exotic. It's familiar to us because it's what we already do. It's how we are already are. It takes many shapes and it goes by many names. And the fact that the word is out there a lot means that it has become a part of all kinds of things in the world, but it isn't something that only special people do. We are all mindful as human beings, but what we want to practice is being more mindful. We want to practice doing it so that we can have that be more of our new default than our habitual knee-jerk reactions to life. Bring your mind back over and over again, and you are just practicing mindfulness. So back to what mindfulness really is and what it does for you. Number five, mindfulness boosts creativity and problem solving. In a 2011 study, researchers found that students who meditated for 20 minutes solved more unsolved problems from the pretest session. Further analysis showed that maintaining an alert state during meditation resulted in more insight regarding the unsolved problems, hinting that watchfulness rather than relaxation contributes to insight. So this is an important point because what we want to be able to do during our meditation, what it's talking about here, that they, those who maintained an alert state during meditation, because I don't know about you, but often when we sit down, especially if we're in a really comfy chair or really comfy position, we may get drowsy. And so that may begin to overcome us, right? And then we're not so alert and we're not so mindful. We're kind of like going off into the pre-sleep zone, right? So maybe you can do some things to keep yourself more alert. And that is why we talk about sitting straight up, right? Maybe you're in a chair, but you're not leaning back into all the cushions on a couch, perhaps. Now, if you need to do that really comfy, cozy thing to get you started, I'm totally with you. I get it. I just want you to get started. But as you're beginning to progress, or if you find yourself getting extremely sleepy, or you feel that beautiful, drowsy feeling come over you, I want you to sit up. I want you to be able to maintain this alertness because this is what contributes to insight. This is where we are really beginning to change our brain. So I want you to be able to do this by sitting either in a chair. You can sit with your back not up against the back of the chair, or you can sit on the floor. You can sit in a lotus position, or you can stand. Often for people who are extremely sleepy, I have them stand. I learned from a Tai Chi teacher a long time ago. We spent some meditation time standing, quite a bit of time standing. And so it's a great way to meditate. You're less likely to get groggy and tired. So give that one a try. 
Number six, mindfulness is not a special added thing we do. Like I said earlier, mindfulness is practiced throughout our whole day. We already have the capacity to be present, and it doesn't require us to change who we are. But we can cultivate these qualities with simple practices that are scientifically demonstrated to benefit ourselves, our loved ones, our friends and neighbors, the people we work with, and the organizations that we take part in. So the mindfulness does not need anything special added to your life. Again, just like with our meditation, we don't need other things. In the beginning, maybe you need things, right? Like with the apps and listening to guided meditations, it's awesome. It's awesome to be able to get yourself started. But know that you can be mindful right now, right here with me. Just hear my voice. Hearing my voice is being mindful of hearing. If you are looking out somewhere, if you are also somewhere where you have a horizon to look at, you can be mindful of what you are seeing. We don't need anything extra. We have everything we need. It's like we came fully equipped. So I hope that you will not look at mindfulness as some big thing you have to take on. You're already in your life. Just pay more attention to it. Number seven, you don't need to change. Solutions that ask us to change who we are or become something that we're not have failed us over and over again. We are who we are. Mindfulness recognizes and cultivates the best of who we are as human beings. So you be you. Just be mindful of it. Be aware of it. And if you don't like something that you see, that's awesome news because that can be information and inspiration to change, right? If we don't see it, we can't change it. Number eight, the nice thing about mindfulness is anyone can do it. This is such an awesome thing to do with children. Mindfulness practice cultivates universal human qualities and does not require anyone to change their beliefs. You can be of any religion, anywhere, and be mindful because you're already human and you are already living your life. Everyone can benefit and it's easy to learn. Number nine, mindfulness is a way of living. It's more than just a practice. It brings awareness and caring into everything that we do. And it cuts down on needless stress. And don't we want that? I mean, we have enough stress from the world, from everything external to us. And so mindfulness can cut down on needless stress, the stress that we add to ourselves, the second arrow or the second fear. Even a little reduction in our stress makes our lives so much better. So it's really, really important that you add this simple, beautiful mindfulness to your days. And the last one I have for you is that it sparks innovation. As we deal with our world's increasing complexity and total uncertainty, mindfulness can lead us to effective, resilient, low-cost responses 
to some really overwhelming problems in the world. We can handle this, and we can handle it even better if we are practicing mindfulness. I really hope that you will give mindfulness a try. I gave you some ideas in the prior episode number 760 about little places in your day where you can be mindful. But like I said, you can be mindful right here, right now with me. And I so appreciate you being here. I love spending time with you and sharing the things that I have learned over all these years that can make life so much less stressful. Thank you for being here with me. And now for today's quote. Be happy in the moment. That's enough. Each moment is all we need, not more. And that's from Mother Teresa. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com. 